I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Welcome to Roastcast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by Mel and Ray. The number one Bachelor in Paradise. Say that comfortably. You just got to look forward sometimes to the future, and that's <laughs> Paradise. <laughs> the number one Bachelor in Paradise podcast. I would never say that. I would never go that far. <laughs> End of sentence. The finale. Do you want to do a preamble, or do you want to get into it? This might be shorter than... Usual. This isn't going to be shorter. I promise you that. I think it will be. Promise. There's one thing I want to spend a lot of time on, and <laughs> it's her aunt. <laughs> That's what yes. I want to spend a yes. lot of time on. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have a new leader in the clubhouse. Barb was blushing watching that. <laughs> For meanest person in the franchise Barb history? Barb was like, whoa, you went there, huh? <laughs> and you know Barb was watching. Don't act like Barb wasn't watching of last night. Of course Barb is watching. She's going to be on Paradise, I assume. I wouldn't hate that at all. No. End of, no, end of sentence. Just I would like bartender? Barb to come down. Just a, bar- just a bartender? And yeah. just toast all the Her and Wells would couples in the day work beds. Well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A little sugar and spice. What's the term? What's <laughs> <Yes>. the <laughs> sweet yes. and salty? Yeah, shake and bake. That's Barb and Wells. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where we left off, we got Katie in the bathroom crying. First segment, uh, I don't know, eight minutes was a recap of the season so far. Skip. Skip. All right. <laughs> Insta skip. Insta skip. skip. You think I'm watching that? You're crazy. The That's last why thing I, I wanted to live. see is that again. I didn't want to see that again. That's exactly why you don't watch it live, folks, because they try to put this bullshit on you. Nope, not nope. me. I'm going to watch about 20 minutes late. At your leisure. I would. I could have started live, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to do something else for about 20 minutes, and then I'll start it. Glad I did. Skipped right past this. That's like a Steve Jobs like time hack. Like yeah. you know, the, I'm, yep. I'm going to spend the next 20 minutes, you know, taking out the garbage or something. If you guys heard of productivity, you got to <laughs> maximize your time. <laughs> you got to maximize your time. Your waking hours in the bathroom. Katie's talking about how Michael and Greg left. Her confidence destroyed. There's no way she can continue. Is what I think she said. Then they clipped it, so it just said there's no way. Mm-hmm. Katie in studio. She was questioning if it was worth it all after Greg left. Felt like back-to-back guys she was falling for left. Hasn't spoken to Greg since the goodbye. Claims she doesn't know what she'll say to him. I've, I have a feeling she had a good idea of what she was going to say to him. <laughs> I wrote here, were Michael and Greg are top two? Yes. This, this was before watching. You, you think so? Um, okay. No, I think Blake could have Blake been two. 
There was a top three. There was a top three, and, and two those were of the three. three left. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's easy to state. Because Justin, Justin was the fourth there, so it's obvious. Okay, that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Come on. No need to complicate <laughs> on. what this was. <laughs> this, and Stacia says the conversation with Greg will be difficult but important. I'm not sure the second part is true. I imagined important? it would be a shit show is what I figured this would be. <laughs> Uh, the morning after they got Katie, they woke up Katie at 4 a.m. Said, get ready for the day. Get all your makeup on. Go back in bed and get under the covers. <laughs> we're going to turn the lights off and close the shades. And then we're going to put the cameras on you as if you haven't been able to sleep all night lying awake. <laughs> thinking. <Full makeup. laughs> this was not. This was not. This was Katie staged, in bed. Folks. This was not Katie in bed. Uh, this naturally. was staged. No, of course not. Of course not. Nobody sleeps like this anyway. <laughs> with the two with hands two, folded. With two hands. <laughs> two hands folded under your under your face. There's no one that sleeps like that. Hmm. Can you imagine waking up like this? Why do I got my hands under here? <laughs> my hands. No blood in my hands. I've been laying on them. <laughs> She wants a beautiful love story in the end. She wants someone who will go through this with her until the very end. Someone willing to be on the show longer? I know just the guy. He'll do this as long as you want. <laughs> There's no problem. I got a guy for you that'll stick around through no matter what you put him through. Hey, we got somebody here. We got someone Says she for needs you. somebody to be on the show for an extended period. You really do that? Yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> What time's the flight? Yeah, I'll be there. Blake and Justin hanging out. Caitlin and Tasha roll and they say, hey, fellas, Greg left. I'm going to full full disclosure, Rem. I swear to God, I forgot his name. Justin, I forgot oh, that's a his little... name. I swear to you. I'm not. This isn't a bit. I swear to you in this moment, I said, I, I wrote down Blake and I go, ah, I can't remember. I can't remember his, uh, I can't remember his <laughs> name. I swear to you this happened. I had to wait till a later segment to realize his name. I swear to you, this happened. We have a That's long the- history of saying when thing we say things aren't bits, we always mean it. So I take you at your word. No, wasn't I a bit. You. I forgot his name. I forgot his name. The second place person, I did not know his name at the beginning of this episode. Okay. Later on, we'll, I would like to find a sports uh, analogy or some sort of... Oh, Phoenix ever... Suns. It's easy. Phoenix Suns. Oh, is that... No, the... oh, I don't... Easy. I guess, I guess that means second... Yeah, that's like second place. Like the eighth best person got second place? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, the that's Phoenix Suns. We have, a, we have an example recent. fresh in my mind. Okay. It's easy. Uh, what is this? What I saw here, Blake was trying to contain his excitement. And Blake's for the, being the only person who could possibly win now. <laughs> yes. He was like, all right, well, it's just Justin. <laughs> Money in the bag, baby. <laughs> Money in the bag. It's Blake. Uh, by the way, Blake's, Blake is the Bucks, the third or fourth best team, by the way. Yeah, that, I, the, everything works here. Actually, it's unsettling how perfect that <laughs> everything analogy works. is. He's the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> He's yes, a, kind he of a, have... led by a fan favorite type of like wacky guy. <laughs> <laughs> Blake proposed... Well, spoiler alert, Blake proposed, they rode off into the sunset and went to get 50, 50 Chick-fil-A nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> 50 feet, yeah. <laughs> the good news is, she's still here, fellas. You both get a final date with her. Blake says he's glad she made the decision to stay. It's, they were both like, oh, I'm glad she stayed. Yeah. Seems like neither of them were prepared for the possibility that they might actually win. end up and win. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. 
quick note before the commercial, Caitlin teased the return of Paradise as historic. I'm, I won't what have any... I been telling you, Rem? <laughs> They're going to any... blow this thing out this year. <laughs> They're going to blow it out. The, but no, spare no cost when it comes to Paradise <laughs> this year. Paradise should have a cash prize. Make Paradise more like Love Island in my in every way. I think. <laughs> but then you get people there for the wrong reasons, Rem. Pa- people come to Paradise for the right reasons. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Blake overnight date one on one daytime. Katie's pondering. She's got to follow her heart. She's prepared to pick Blake. If she doesn't see a future with him, this could be the last time they see each other. The wow. date was simply throwing paint water balloons on one another and occasionally making out. Yeah. Hey, fun. Then the mobile hot tub that's on every season. Mobile hot tub, wood burning, you, wood burning. They rolled one it of around kind. the country. This is a one of a kind <laughs> wood burning hot tub. They rolled it down, down to New Mexico and that's what we have. Katie tells Blake about the two big dogs fallen that were ahead of him fallen off the off of I don't know if the right term pedestal pedestal sure D- you're moving you- up two steps she explains to him they're both leaving they both left and <laughs> yeah. you are moving up a step on the po- you're now in the top spot on the podium you're the top spot are you surprised she told them everything uh, uh she said I had a very strong connection with Michael that's the portion that and then he left and then I had a very strong even stronger connection with yeah, Greg too... way stronger than you have Blake <laughs> with me I have a way stronger connection with Greg and then he left so that's where we're at now that's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what the conversation was, was that's where we are okay I've decided how do you to stay. feel about that <laughs> full disclosure I'm just gonna be honest with you here Blake <laughs> a couple guys left that I have better connections with okay I don't think she told him everything she told him a lot to the point where I think it probably made Blake uncomfortable. However, if she didn't tell him any of that ever, he would have watched the show out. and been like, yeah. what the fuck? He would have come out hell? live <laughs> after the final rose and be like, no, 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 no. You're so, you didn't really like me. Um, but yeah, on the, you know, on the one hand, Blake, you're in the catbird seat, my man. Like, this is good news. This is really good news. If you look at it, show only. On the other hand, the two guys ahead of you left and she almost quit. Because it's not she worth almost pursuing quit, it and he with told you. me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would I might have left that portion out. I was thinking about just skedaddling out of town. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I looked at my options here and I thought it might I be better pleased. just to leave. <laughs> I would have preferred to not be to here. his face. And he I think it hit I, he didn't say yeah. anything. He goes, Wow, that's a lot, and then they made out. That was yeah. not a... Mm-hmm. To the camera, Blake says this made him feel off. If Greg is, if Katie's still hung up on Greg and she can't match that, there's no point in getting engaged, which I felt was logical. It would be, part of me would always be wondering if she picked the right person, if I'm Blake. Maybe not anymore. No. But as I'm watching that at least, or in that moment, I would always think, I'd be thinking, was I the third choice here? Is she going to doubt? Is she going to have some, some questions later on? You know, is she going to think about her relationships and try to, I mean. And it's not even so much like, um, I fear, I would fear that she would be thinking about Michael or Greg or what could have been with them. I'd fear that. I'd be nervous. Like she'd wake up one day after sleeping with her like this <laughs> <laughs> and then being like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm not sure we ever really. 
This is, again, what I'm thinking. This is not what I am saying happened. Because I do think they have a great connection. We've said that since he showed up. But anyway, yeah, it's it's a complicating. This is not normal. We have to remind ourselves. This is utterly bizarre that yeah, Blake and Katie are supposed to be on the cusp of engagement, and she's just telling him that like two other suitors who were also in the same position are now gone. It's a weird thing to comprehend. Yeah. Anything else on that? Nope, I don't think so. Nighttime, one on one, overnight date. You think we're long winded, Blake? came out with a meandering speech. He said something in there that let me know the producers told him exactly what happened. Did you catch this? Yes. Yes. He says, I would never tell you that I was falling in love with you and then get up and leave. Okay, so the producer like told you exactly what... Did you watch the... <laughs> were you there? Because that's a little too spot on. The Kim Kardashian gif. During the fight, he's like, hey. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... He was debriefed one way or another. He says, I don't play games with love. And that's that's the type of just a little nudge from the producers that like that's exactly what Katie needed to hear yeah. to get engaged to Blake. They gave him exactly what he needed to say and he knocked it out of the park. I don't play games with love is a little rich coming from the guy who relentlessly goes on love game shows, basically. He's he's constantly playing games. He's the funny guy on the show. He's always <laughs> he's playing games with love. Did you did you see his picture? Came out what his picture was? Remember how they blurred out his picture? No. You remember this? They had the painting date and they oh, completely no, blacked this. out his picture. What well, was it's it? been really I can't even say what it was, Rim. It needed to be blurred. I would have just <laughs> cut the whole segment so it, would, so it wouldn't be... You How couldn't did I get miss traced this? back to them. Maybe I blacked Katie it out. Katie posted on IM, er, oh, on her uh, Instagram. IMDb? No, Instagram. <laughs> I don't know why I said IMDb. On her Instagram. Was it... And it was... Um, it was a black... Repulsive. It was a black background with a... J- on it, Rim. It was just a painting of a of absolutely a, despicable. <laughs> it was just a picture. Of, <laughs> do you understand me? It's just a black background, and then he painted it. Do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? That's the picture. That was the picture he held up in Classic front of Blake all the gag. guys in front of the people. <laughs> no wonder Justin making those faces. <laughs> yeah, imagine someone holding that picture up. And it's very clear wow. what he's what he meant for it to be. It's clear. It's a good. It's a good picture. It's a good picture. I'm sure, it's in terms of yeah. <laughs> sure, it's be- I applaud him for branching out beyond simply silhouettes, genitalia silhouettes. Interesting. <laughs> yep. Um, I had a I had another joke here. I said Blake not saying playing. I don't play games with love is like going on holy moly every week and saying mini golf isn't a game to me. <laughs> It very much is a game to you. <laughs> Back to his speech. Love doesn't come because everything's perfect. Love comes with a feeling. I had here, it's time. For, Katie needs to pull out the wrap it up box. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> Can you guys just kiss already? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> I'm also like impatient. I just want just kiss. This say is a good I love speech. You. I'll say this. This was a good speech. This was his moment. I feel like this was his winning moment. This whole speech right here. This is when, you know, <laughs> he fit the mold for the winner. He, he became he. I don't know what's the what's an analogy. He he was a butterfly no coming out of the cocoon. Rim. Oh, very That's nice, what he yeah. was. A horny butterfly coming out of the <laughs> cocoon. 
Jews coming out in everywhere. <laughs> he almost drowned That's in there. What I had he to was. get up. <laughs> That's what he was. He finally <laughs> spread his wings. Spread his wings and he flew. Okay? I was just he became what, was... what he what, what we always wanted him to be. Wow. <laughs> Maple soaked <laughs> cocoon. <laughs> I just was taking notes like, can you guys just hurry up and get kiss? I just wanted a happy couple somewhere on my screen. The part that he mentioned that the part of the night that solidified things for him was when she scored a goal in hockey and she yeah. said, she yelled, go America. That's funny. It's a funny, it's a very Blake reason to fall in love with someone, yeah. I suppose. He says, I love you and I'm fucking really excited about life. I like this. It was very on this brand for Blake. I wouldn't want it any other way with Blake. No, no, no. no. And it felt natural. And he made her laugh. The moment made her happy. It made the viewer yeah. happy. I, this would be easier to roast, but I've liked it. No, no roast here. i desperate for a happy ending, so. Yeah. Um, Katie says she's held the L word close as well. Then she says, I fucking love you so much. I couldn't be happier that you're here. He gets a fantasy suite invite. They make out. It's about to get weird in there. It's and time sticky. to bust out the maple syrup. It's here. about to get sticky. It's absolutely sticky in there. He, I'm kind of, I'm strangely happy for this old knucklehead. I'm very happy. Yeah. Paul, it's Paul Rudney. Blake talking himself from like six months ago. <laughs> Look, Look at, at us. us. Huh? <laughs> Who would have thought? I'm getting engaged to Katie. Uh, Tasha, Claire, the whole night. It doesn't. I've You're dated Tasha, I've dated Claire, and now I'm getting married to Katie. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? And I'm like a, a fan favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Everyone loves me. Everyone loves me. I'm the good guy. I've been right about a lot of stuff. Who would have thought? I just did a picture portrait and got away with it. Oh, I can't believe that. <laughs> got away with it. Look at me. The next day. In bed, they're goofy together. I got they they match. I got the feeling Katie is can be more relaxed around him than with anybody else. Agree. They had the maple syrup in the bed. It was there the night before. They were eating on this date. They had dessert the night before. They had a nice little plate. I don't know if you noticed cheesecake macaroons on there, and then they had some French toast the next morning. Good spread. Great spread. Dessert followed by a great breakfast spread. I didn't notice him eating on the first part of the date, but the fact that they're they got eating. to dessert meant they yeah. put the food somewhere. Yep. Katie tells Caitlin she figured it out that she loved Blake when he told her she still he still wanted to be there even after she told him the Greg story. It was the best day of her life, she says. She also mentions my heart officially belongs to Blake, and Caitlin reminds her, you know, Justin's still here. Justin one on one date, daytime. This guy's excited, Rim. He's ready to... I mean, if you're Justin, it's you and Blake now. I think in his mind, he's thinking, okay, I got this jokester. I'm, 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 the, I'm the one who's about to win. That's what he's thinking in the back of his head. Obviously, he doesn't know the connection they have, but Blake's the Blake's a, Blake's not a winner. He's not a winner of this show. That means that leaves me the only serious person left. I don't know. I I, guess, I thought maybe, oh, maybe now I have a chance is what he was thinking. But when that, if he thought that, then he might have thought he was the favorite. I don't think he yeah. did because he wasn't. I don't believe he was that yeah. shocked when she broke up. 
Justin leaning on the tree, looking good. He's pumped. Like you said, two guys left. He snuck in here. He's got a chance. Just give me a chance, coach. Put me in. I'll show you what I can do. Justin got in the top shot queue for a legendary pack, and there's 2,000, and he was 2,400th in line, but a bunch of people left, and now he got a pack. He's got a chance. Unfortunately, he pulled a Nas Reed, but he was there. He got a pack. Justin loves Katie. He's hoping oh, after buddy. tonight she'll see him in the same light. How do the producers keep a straight face as he's saying to this to the camera and they're with the knowledge that she's coming only to break up with him, knowing what Blake and her, the connection they just formed, how do they keep a straight... I think I wouldn't be able to look him in the eyes. Maybe I feel didn't. too bad for the guy. Maybe they didn't. <laughs> he jogs up to Katie. He can tell right away. Yeah. She's not into this. They talk on the gazebo stri- uh, steps. Katie says, I know how hard it was for you to tell me that you were falling in love. However, I did have my overnight with Blake and we got syrupy. It's <laughs> done deal. It's, it's Still can't even get it out. It's all over me. me. There's syrup in places you can't. Unspeakable uh, places. Okay. Yeah, if I can't in good conscience go on this date with you, Simone, like maple like this. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't won't do, do it. it. I can't do it. I won't do it. I'm and smelling got the maple right hangover. now. They've, and she's got a syrup hangover from pounding shots of syrup with Blake on <laughs> Shots of syrup. Yeah, absolutely. Justin, we were up really late. I was playing darts. Um, <laughs> Justin's like, ah, oh, well, had a good run. You know, almost pulled it's it right. off. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> who would have thought? I'm here. Look at us. Like, another look at that situation. Look at us. Who would have thought? This is a this is a, this is a sixth place guy sitting here in the second place seat. How did this happen? I don't think at any point we either of us had Justin in our top four. No, and he wasn't. This was by near circumstance only. This was external Crazy. factors only got him to this crazy. Spot. And I don't. I, just to. We like Justin, by Buffer. the way. We like the guy. I'm just we saying like it was Justin. pretty obvious that there was no, there was no one watching was like, Justin's going to win. No. At any point in the second half of the season. I think everyone season. likes Justin, but yeah. I don't think anyone ever saw Katie. Picking him. Pick, she didn't show any interest through this whole, like, we don't know anything about the guy. I remember he got a one-on-one and we were like, can you believe he got a one-on-one? Like, we were <laughs> shocked crazy. he got a one-on-one. It was crazy. Anyway, he opened up. He got her. It happens. She says, remember how far we got? Even Katie's like, damn, dude, you really exceeded expectations. Remember how far we got because you were being open. Use that on your next, you know, journey. Wink. (laughs) Teachable moment. Make sure you do this next time around. Something about the painting. His painting motivated her every morning. Yeah. I I think she put the painting up by her bed and... It was a beautiful painting, so I don't know. Could have been painted by anybody. It was a rose. I don't know what you'd gather from that every morning, honestly. Maybe the world is a beautiful place and sure. cherish every moment. Something like that. Art I don't is know. subjective. I don't know what she was thinking. People. It's pretty paintings. But pretty it meant paintings. something to her. The Suburban pulls up. Not a Tahoe. Justin gets the big dog. Was it Was <laughs> it the Suburban? <laughs> gigantic vehicle. No need big. for it to I be didn't that notice. large. <laughs> In the car, Justin's talking about how he envisioned their life together after, quote, spending a month together. This He made it seem like they went to a deserted island for a month. Kind of a loose Only interpretation of the phrase. It was No, you spent 
I don't know, six hours. Alone? Yeah, max. <laughs> In the studio, silence as they interview Justin. Tasha says, we just watched your heart-wrenching breakup. I, that's, that just, to me... <laughs> Did I miss that? That seems like a little bit of a stretch to me. Heart-wrenching? Did anyone watch that and think, oh my god, I cannot believe that happened to Justin. His heart's <laughs> broke. No. Oh. Not Justin. <laughs> Who saw this coming? How could you? <laughs> How could, what? Heart is a stretch. <laughs> I appreciate what you're doing there, Tasha, but uh, uh, no. My first question would have been, dude, congrats. Can you, you believe made it. you made it this far? <laughs> you were the runner up. You could have been had off waivers at the beginning of the season. Now look at you. <laughs> you were the runner up. <laughs> you were Okay. Unbelievable. That makes you a lock for if you want to go to paradise, you go to paradise for the next couple of years. You're Your set. life has changed. Your life has changed. You made You're it number two. this far. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Up? Out of wow. Crap. Standing up. Congratulations, <laughs> Everyone Justin. Stand up and congratulate <laughs> Justin. All right. Um, after the break, Tasha asks him, but that's not the treatment he got. Our little fake scenario, what we no, just did. No, no, he, no, got, no. he got the like sad, um, unbelievable shock. Do you think they were trying to push him to be bachelor? Did they just do this with well, everyone did, just in case? Succeed. Yeah, yes, I think they do. So they I just, think they, do. they just, they don't know how people are going to be reacting to these people, the fans. So they just kind of push everyone, give them a little bachelor edit, and mm-hmm. then see what sticks. I think that's what happened here. They're giving them a little bachelor edit, even though obviously he's not going to be the bachelor. Uh, and, it's almost like a courtesy yeah, to him. Like, it's nice, yeah. Taisha also asks... Um, she asked if there's any part of you that wonders if you could have been, if you would have been there had Greg not left. That was a, did that, you feel like you needed to announce that he was the backup to the backup like that in that moment? <laughs> if uh, Greg and Michael hadn't have left, would you even be here? Do you ever think about that? that? Was, how you lucked into this position that you're in? <laughs> that was not, not necessary. <laughs> it was kind of fun. And then she, Tasha asked, do you truly feel like Katie gave you a fair shot? Which is an interesting, I want to I want to hear his answer, and I want to hear what Katie has to say about that. Maybe it has something to do with the editing. I want that expounded upon. Yeah. Justin says no. He, he shakes his head and he goes no. Katie comes out. Justin talks. He's all broken up. He tells her sometimes he felt like he was there by default. Katie says, that's a fair, you know, you know that's fair. Hey, that's what happened. I do hope you know that you were there for a reason. There's... They go into like, hey, there are so many unseen moments that we shared. Oh, okay. He yeah. mentioned something, how he's a better person now. Mm-hmm. So quick little serious talk. Didn't really address that he felt he didn't get a fair shake, which I think is a pretty like strong accusation to yeah. make of the lead that you finished second with. And then they run a reel of his faces. Yeah. That, that's what was this interview. Just like... Incendiary <laughs> statement. <laughs> Nothing came of it. They hug. I hope you're happy. And then they both have a fun giggle at his highlight reel. Yeah. Hey. Hey, remember you, Bugs Bunny type of guy? Let's look at your <laughs> eyes popping out. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like I enjoyed the reel. It just felt like I don't yeah, know. don't get it twisted. The reel. <laughs> Are you going to talk about this stuff? Or <laughs> you basically said she drug, she strung you along, and that's never, what he said, and never really thought about being with him. Which is something that should be big claim. They should probably touch on that a little later. (laughs) Blake's final date with Katie. Time to meet the family. Oh, I saw poor Justin. Poor Justin was trending on Twitter last night. 
Little, so I thought my head poor Justin. Got a little buzz, a little buzz, a little Justin buzz going on last night. Blake's final date with Katie. Time to meet the family. Blake's nervous. Her mom won't like him. Little does Blake know it's not his mom. Her mom he needs to worry about. I also thought I think this was a rational fear. I bet a lot of parents don't like Blake. I just get that vibe from him that he, you know, knuckleheady. Of course not. <laughs> of course Seems not. Seems like he'd be late for functions. <laughs> <laughs> he's the type of guy that you hate until like you couple that years down it's, the line. It takes he's a in while your family to and you to fucking love that guy. Yeah, that's the type of situation with Blake. Like you're talking your daughter out of it. Up until the he wins wedding over day, eventually. and then yeah. eventually, years later, he wins you over with his. He's just a puppy dog. Can't, he's got, hey, he's an acquired taste. Absolutely, plenty. We of didn't like are. the taste at first. No, now look at us. I actually love the taste, but then it had a really bad aftertaste, <laughs> and it made me sick for a few days. And then I was like, "I'll try this." It's, it's literally he's literally beer when you're a kid. Let me try this again. <laughs> I'll give this another shot. All right, not so bad. All right, hey, I'm having fun. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Katie's mom, Rhonda Lee, and Aunt Lindsay. He brought them flowers and chocolates and he announced it before they opened the gift. It was in a gift. I don't like when people yeah. do that. <laughs> just he it before not, it. not important, but I just felt like I needed to know that. No, no. He I don't like it before he, did. he said his name, too. Yeah. He was like, I brought you some. Here's, here's chocolate. <laughs> here's flowers. I'm Blake. It's like, turn those around, actually. <laughs> Neither of them seemed very excited to see him. When he handed Lindsay the flowers, the sound cut out and went to Katie talking. But you could see she was waving them around like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with these dumbass flowers? I hate flowers. She was, I know she was roasting the Lindsay flowers. Lindsay hates flowers. I'm very confident in that. What are these? You pay what for these? What are these for? $30 how, how, wasted. How could you afford these? To the camera, Katie says her aunt is cold as ice. That's <laughs> not like, wrong. <laughs> I don't think she said she's cold as ice. But <laughs> I just thought of the Foreigner song and the MOP remix, of course. I love an ice queen meeting a wild card suitor. Absolutely. I love someone who's just going to be totally out of the out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the discussion with her aunt. She goes, what is the first question? So what made you want to go into this season after you flunked out of the last one? Mm, okay. Okay. Hey, that was rude, but <laughs> we can move on from <laughs> that. Start. Start. <laughs> that was a rude start, but I'll answer. He's trying to answer questions and she, before he could get to the second sense of them, she'd be like, well, what is that? What do you mean? What do you mean? Do you know what you're talking about? Before he could even finish. She's like, hey, let me, I'm just easing into the answer. <laughs> At one point, Blake says, I want your approval. And she laughed at him, laughed at him and said, well, that's cute. It's just incredibly rude. Quite rude. I would have to agree. <laughs> Quite rude. It, it, it got really. The first part was like, oh, maybe, you know, that's just her personality yeah. kind of different. You know, it got um, out of bounds, I think, when she said, you mean nothing. I mean, really. Lindsay. No offense. <laughs> What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> Why are you telling me that I mean nothing? <laughs> what? And I, I don't know you. We we just met. Can we take it easy a little bit? Well, I mean nothing. Like, I, I get the vibe, like the whole, you don't need, this family doesn't need other pieces to function 
But you're just taking it a little too far. Like, Katie likes the guy. Like, maybe give him a little break here. We get it. But you're being very rude. There's, I think, a big difference between having the view that you don't need a man to be happy or successful in life and thinking any potential mate will be an automatic drain on your family unit as a whole (laughs) simply because he's a man. You don't know him yet. He's not automatically going to ruin your lives collectively is what they're making it seem like. Give him a chance. Outright unacceptable behavior from her in my eyes. You're here because we want you here, not because we need you here. Okay, thank you. Okay, listen, na- listen Lindsay, nobody I'm in love say- with Katie. She's <laughs> in love with me. Sorry, yeah. you feel like this is an attack on your worldview. <laughs> nobody said anything about needing me for anything. Nobody said <laughs> Just that. A, you're making a lot of nobody assumptions, Lindsay. That. Nobody said that. I'd have flunked this test. I think if this wasn't oh, yeah. a one-shot deal for Blake, like he had to nod along and be like you're right about that yeah <laughs> if if he knew that this wasn't all or nothing i think he might have been like actually you know that's kind of i disagree with that point <laughs> it gets worse folks if you didn't watch it gets a lot worse <laughs> katie's mom tells her it didn't dawn on her that she could be engaged at the end of the show do you feel like there's enough time to make that commitment Back to this again, we don't put ourselves in a position where we need a man at all. If we invite you in, you're so lucky. This is her mom talking to Katie. Blake's not here for this. It came off to me like there's they're in a secret club with a formal council. You're not, you know, yeah, absolutely. you can't date Katie unless all this list of people <laughs> approves. Listen. I don't think I want to be a part of this family anymore. (laughs) I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure I want to be a part of this. We we joke about like all the families kind of scare contestants off sometimes. This mood has scared me off at least a little bit. There's no changing um, Aunt Lindsay on this. Like she's not going to come around on Blake. I don't think. (laughs) Back to Aunt Lindsay who rudely dismissed... The experiences, the traumas of a child of divorce in a way I've never seen before, in a way I didn't think was possible. She says, marriage isn't all it's cracked up to be. He's like, yeah, I know that. I understand. I was a child of divorce. And she goes, she's basically like, yeah, well, you weren't married. So what the fuck do you know? Watching the train wreck is not the same as living through a train wreck. Witnessing a train wreck isn't the same as being in a train wreck. I don't yeah. think that's a fair analogy. To I don't me. Think that so doesn't either. seem fair. That doesn't seem fair. First of all, that seems like a you know my parents had a bad relationship and got divorced. That seems like a decent sure decent you know memory to pull on to answer that question. This would be like if someone went to a hometown. And was say, oh, you know, I had a close relative of mine pass away. You know, my my mom or dad or my sister passed away. Mm-hmm. And then the person in the family going, yeah, well, you didn't die. So what do you know? <laughs> like, I, I understand I wasn't married. I was a child. <laughs> but I, I, I think my experience is relevant to what I feel about something. <laughs> yeah. It's not. That was maybe the meanest thing I've ever seen anyone say. <laughs> It's not the same. All right. Well, <laughs> that's rude. You just, that's, that's a very painful part of my life that really impacted you me. Swept and it away you like it doesn't matter. Swept it away like it means nothing. Did you go through it? Uh, did you? I would have pushed it. I would have aimed it back at her. What's your plan for when it gets hard? 
she said, which okay. is a broad question and a no-win situation for Blake. <laughs> Listen, I want to preface all this with I love Lindsay being here. Oh, I, oh, this I'm, so glad, incredible. I'm so glad she's part I, of the show. This I want so someone funny. like her at all times. <laughs> yes. and this is very funny. Agreed. This is one of the best hometown or meeting of parents <laughs> that I can remember. She just kept going. I she love just... this. She's like the Charles Barkley of Bat. Like, you don't know what <laughs> Lindsay's about to say. <laughs> I, I She says, what's your plan for when it gets hard? I, I think that's a reasonable... It's reasonable to say these couples have had no real difficulties sure. to this point in their relationship. But this is a no-win for Blake. Because no matter what he said, she was going to laugh at him say, and say, cute, that's not how it works. <laughs> you know, Aunt Lindsay, why don't you tell me then? How does it work? Why don't you... <laughs> Bequeath your knowledge upon but, me. You seem to, you got all the answers here. Also, you asked him an extremely generic question, yeah. and then he answered it generic. Like I don't know. Give me some specifics. What do you <laughs> mean? What situation are you talking about? And then I can give you a specific on how I would handle that. Just a general like when times get hard, how are you going to yeah. handle it? You're going to get a generic answer to that. You're not what getting are you gonna a do if you have to do long distance or yeah, blah, blah. give me something like that and I'll I'll give you some specifics, but you gave me a, a terrible question. What do you want? You're going to get a terrible answer. God, that was funny. <laughs> so she's great. It was, it was Aunt Lindsay does not play. She doesn't play games. She doesn't play games with love, Aunt no. Lindsay. It was a breathtaking segment. It really was. Back with Katie. Saying that rude, dismissing a child of divorce as having no clue what they're talking about when it comes to marriage is so like he didn't say he was married. He didn't say I know what it's like to be married. He says I've seen a marriage break down. It happened to my own parents. It changed my life forever. It was so painful for me. She's like, what do you know? That doesn't mean shit around here. Not in this okay. tribe. I don't want to be in this club if that's how you treat me. Crazy. Oh, that was funny. It was so funny. Back with Katie. What makes you want the beard? Okay, Lindsay, do not downplay that sexy ass beard. <laughs> yeah, the beard's good. The What's beard's good. <laughs> what is your problem? That's a good beard. Okay, don't downplay that beard like it's nothing. Come on. This, I mean, it's almost like she was rooting for Katie to be embarrassed. She was asking her about being apart for a month. Like her main goal was to make Katie feel stupid for being in this position on the show. Yeah. I think she probably thought it was stupid and that's why she that's no why question. she went in with the way she did. Guns which I blazing. loved again. No one's ever been more guns blazing than Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> she actually came into the situation out of bullets. She was <laughs> shot them all. Now she's just doing fists. <laughs> <laughs> now with her own hands. She implied that Katie, considering visiting Blake in Canada or in Africa, wherever he would be there, was like agreeing to be a handmaid or something. <laughs> like, it's okay to compromise once in a while. It's a partnership they're entering. You mean a once-in-a-lifetime vacation to Africa that she would get to that See Canada for the incredible. first time? That'd be interesting. Well, that's yeah. cool. Where do you, and then maybe where would you guys go from there? I mean, what's the long term plan? Not, not like to a lifetime of servitude. You're doing what he wants. Yeah, yeah. it's like God, there's. A, I can't win with you, Aunt Lindsay. <laughs> I can't. No one can win. Mom, thankfully, brings it back to earth with Blake. I, I, Mom settled things down a bit, and I appreciated that. 
Mom brings it back to Earth with Blake. Her concerns are more reasonable. She has concerns. She's far more respectful, I would say, respectful. about sharing them. Handles it well. She sees they can love. They love each other. It might change when they're outside this. She thinks she chokes yep. up a bit, though. Think about how my, how Katie is so happy with Blake. Yep. If you care about her as much as you say right now, two years from now, then you've done the right thing. Anything else uh, on this portion? I felt like Lindsay no, was acting as if she was segments. on Pawn Stars. <laughs> like Blake isn't trying to scam you personally <laughs> with a fake Abe Lincoln hat. <laughs> One of the funniest segments I can remember. It was great. I I loved it. No, I funnier. love Lindsay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Aunt Lindsay. I don't know what to tell you. Man, it's great. No better person to be on this show. They need an Aunt Lindsay. Yeah, every time. Final date with Blake, quickly. Well, Katie asked Blake how it went first. He lets out the biggest sigh you've ever heard and then doesn't <laughs> answer. <laughs> Goes, oh. He's reconsidering proposal. I don't know if now. I ever want to be in a room with Lindsay again. Is what he's thinking about I saying. I can't do but Christmas just, with you guys. Just does, a huge, just a huge sigh to avoid saying it. I think Katie's heads up was insufficient. I think he probably could have used a. You've never heard. You've or never met, met someone like anyone her. like Aunt Lindsay. There, it's going to be. A it's going to be a situation. You just, <laughs> Thunderdome. You just got to take the body shots, try to stay just try to get out of there alive. Just try to yeah. get out of there alive, whatever you could do. She I agree. will insult you, your family, <laughs> your parents, everyone you've ever known. She will dismiss them. You have to stand up. You got <laughs> to sit there and take it. You have to take it. You got to take, take it. It's part of the initiation. It's almost like it's an, an initiation. initiation it was Lindsay. an initiation into a gang. Was what Aunt Lindsay was. <laughs> Just giving him a maybe. Beat down. Maybe the second time they met or something, he survived that. She was like, "You're in. Come over. You're in. <laughs> You're in. around him. <laughs> You're in. You piece of shit." That's what we call rookies. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Final date with Blake. Felicia, an energy healer. I thought, uh-oh. Last time Blake was on an energy healer date, he went home before the sun went down. Yep. Did you think he knew he was the only one at this point? Because she never specifically told him on camera that we saw. Maybe not. 
If he didn't, then they should have played that up more. Then yeah. it would have made more sense him being nervous going into the proposal because the tension was, will he propose or not? There was no tension like, will she pick me or not? Yeah. Because Justin's still here. They burn the Zazobra. You get, you say, you write down your worries and your fears and you burn them. Blake said something about the stack. I, I explained what it is because yeah. Blake didn't do it right. Blake, <laughs> I agree. Blake didn't do it right. He didn't do Blake the wrote down things that I think he, he might have used to fear. And now he says Katie has, you know, he doesn't have those anymore. There's no need to burn them. You now. don't. You, there's no need to burn them. Yeah, I don't think you understand what we're doing here, Blake. We want <laughs> current fears. We're going to put them in this burn barrel, basically. Yeah. And we're going to get rid of those fears. But no, he put down things Katie classic. helped him get past. <laughs> nah, he yeah. didn't listen to the instructions. Not Blake right is at a all. classic don't listen to the instructions guy. I, I was know gonna, that. I, I was going to say, I'm certain that Blake, yeah, in school was not paying attention. Okay, who turned this shit in without their name <laughs> on it? It's Blake. You know it's Blake. Every time. <laughs> who turned this in? But you didn't even think it could have been him. Who didn't show their work? <laughs> it's Blake. You know it's Blake. Katie has a, let's go to Katie, who actually did the assignment. Did it well. She's got a fear of abandonment, fear of being unaccepted. Not good enough for Blake. I think that's an unreasonable fear. I don't, <laughs> nothing to worry about that. Hey, people have unreasonable <laughs> yeah. fears. That's So she burns them. And it doesn't matter anymore because she burned them like you're supposed to. That's a, yeah. That's what you do with a Zobra. It seemed, this was awesome. It, it made for a great, it made for a great scene. And it also made for a, what the fuck is going on in the preview yeah. scene. Yeah. Agreed. It felt natural too. These two outside seemed like they were just talking. There, this wasn't speechy. This portion of the day. I'll say this: the zobra, the zobra fire seemed to get a little out of control for me. It was, it was roaring, and the wind was whipping. The wind was the crazy. whole day, so the, it made me a little nervous. Tasha facetimes Neil Lang. Why isn't he there? Guy wants to be there in person, mix it up, let the charm, the charisma, the yeah. grandiosity of his personality and accoutrements radiate. <laughs> He's tired of FaceTiming. Uh, yeah, I'm tired of it, too. This was a bummer. Tasha sets the stage for maybe there won't be a proposal. Why do you think that, Tasha? They don't know yet. Okay. Gotta have something to look forward to. Um, another, technically, this ended early. Like the filming yeah. was shorter than normal because well, there was only one overnight date. They didn't have roast. They didn't. We haven't had a roast ceremony in ages. I know. So he he wasn't there yet. Oh, that's probably why he. That could have been why he wasn't mm. on site. I mean, if you need to wait a couple of days for Neil, you wait for Neil. In <laughs> my opinion, that's just one man's <laughs> opinion. But teach their own. No, I mean they're they were packing this shit up. They were done. <laughs> Katie waking up, she's ready to be with Blake. She had a line that made was kind of funny. She goes, he's here, and he's the only one here, which made it seem like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hard cut to Tasha sitting in front of Blake with the rings, silent. This was like out of a movie. You going to pick one of these, pal? <laughs> she goes, do, would, do you think she'd like something circular? He says, I don't know. We haven't talked about this. We barely know each other. I didn't ask. <laughs> We usually you usually spend your fantasy suites talking about this type of stuff, yeah. but the syrup was out. It was, it was <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a lot of deep conversation. Any, 
Do you have any kind of chocolate diamonds? You know what I mean? Chocolate colored diamonds so we get the brown syrupy look. Neil would have had something. Neil yeah. would have had something if he was on site. Uh, Blake gets up. He says, I need a minute. Dramatic stand up and walk away. And I said here, this man is playing ball. This is the most play yeah, balling contestant is, I've ever seen. Ball. This is nonsense. Everything from here to the proposal was Blake playing ball. Blake wasn't nervous to do this. No. He didn't care at all. He did not a care in the world. He knew he loved Katie. Yeah, it sure. was over. Even if he doesn't, he'll do whatever. Whatever you guys need what me to do, need- I will <laughs> juice up the situation. Whatever you need. They got a whole storyline out of his... Like, is she going to do it? I never in my, never no. once during this episode thought like, oh, I wonder if Blake, I wonder if Blake won't propose. No, I never thought that. Let's move to that. Did Blake pick a ring? Does Blake own a belt? Black shoes? <laughs> pants? We'll find out. We're going to find pants. We're going to find out. If he came out in one of those suits with shorts, it wouldn't have shocked me. No. With shorts? Yeah. Or full denim. Canadian, you know what? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a gag. That's a funny gag that he would do. <laughs> Blake walks up to Katie. She's laughing at him, dressed up. <laughs> she does a speech first. I always thought you showed up late. If there's anything we've learned during our journey together is that love shows up whenever it wants, and that's why you're here in this very moment. Blake speech. It's easy to look around and feel like we're dreaming. That we're living like a fa- out a fairy tale. He says he knew the moment he first met her. And he runs down the date moments. Their date highlight reel. That's what you're supposed to do. Playing ball. Blake says he can't give her what she came here for. With a great pause. Extended. Pause. Because you deserve a lot more than that. Wow. You didn't think a, there wasn't a split second where you're like, maybe he's That's not going to do there it? There was a second there. Right there. When he <laughs> did that pause, second. I thought, okay, maybe they're... For a split second, I thought, okay, maybe they're just going to, you know, be in a relationship. He also said, like, I'm excited to support you every moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then they hugged, I think, and kissed. And then you maybe thought, split second, okay. Maybe that might be it. Nope. Gotcha. Gets down on one knee. Classic Blake gag. The fake no proposal. (laughs) Fake no proposal followed by the proposal. Classic Blake. Getting around, right? (laughs) She's crying. Says yes. They hug. He gets the final rose. Against all odds, we got a classic bachelor proposal. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mountains in the background, everything. Incredible scene. Oh, yeah. And they ride off into the sunset on horseback. I think that fits them. Yeah. Unpretentious hanging out. After that, uh, they tease back in the studio. They're about to come out and make their first appearance. The beautiful couple. But first, Greg, who broke <laughs> off from the NWO to form the Wolf Pack. And he's here to get revenge <laughs> on his former hate. tag team partner. <laughs> Boo. Boo. I wish this could have just ended with them two in studio. I felt like this was poor placement. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do the Greg thing before... The proposal. Or way earlier. I don't really... Yeah. Or at all, in my opinion. Or at all, I yeah. feel like this probably didn't need to happen, but that's... Like me, I was rubbing my hands, getting ready for the Greg. When's Greg coming on here? After the break, Greg comes in. I don't I don't have a lot of what he said. He said he had no idea what to expect coming into this. I'm not sure that's... I find that hard to believe. 
He says there's nothing he would he would have done differently. Everything happens for a reason. She found her person. One interesting thing he said was he they asked him what he was wanted to get out of Yeah, Caitlin asked him showing that. back up the next day and he he did say that he was hoping to get back on the same page. So maybe yeah. I don't know. I'm over I am over this yeah. conflict completely. Absolutely. Katie comes out. This segment was not my cup of tea, A.B. I didn't feel this was a productive exchange. I don't feel this was intended to be a productive exchange. No, and I did was, not have fun watching it. This was intended to be a Jerry Springer-esque. Exactly. Uh, not my, not my personal cup of tea. Sure. I have a few comments. Okay. Only a few. I felt as if, and this is my opinion... I felt as if Katie was speaking for every fuck Greg person on the internet rather than speaking for herself. Mm. It seemed like she acquired some information, armed herself with the most incendiary possible defenses so she could lay it all out there and have the big fuck you moment Mm -hmm. in front of a crowd. That concept turns me off on that's a part of the show I don't like. I also think it's unfair and kind of irrelevant to bring up the acting thing as well as there was a point where she brought up like messages she received from people who knew somebody who knew Greg back home or something like you're you're going to use this opportunity to talk about Internet hearsay as if that trumps your own experiences with him personally. It's one of these things where, yeah, there's a lot of smoke there, but I don't really care and I don't know what any of it means. Like, if he went to acting school for two years and graduated, does that automatically make him an actor? I Does that totally invalidate that, every experience mean, you had with him? Does that mean he, yeah, I just, I just don't know how to take that. I don't know. And then if he says, which he did, I'm, I wasn't acting. Where do you go from there? No yeah. one's believing that. No, no one believes, like, he just can't. I just felt like it wasn't that this is not to say that, you know, she shouldn't have been mad at Greg, like plenty of reasons for that. But it just felt like I think it could have been handled better. I didn't enjoy watching it. My opinion. Understandable. Do you have anything to say, AB? Uh, I don't really have an opinion on it. I have no idea how to take it. Like, basically, they said he's an actor, that he was acting the whole time. I have no way to prove if he was or wasn't. There's people that have been online saying, like, what did she say? She said something about... He's a confident, (sighs) cocky player back home. That his whole shy thing, this whole show, he was actually... That was all an act. Now, I don't know. They didn't even follow up on the acting thing. Like, they didn't even let him try or ask him a question to have him explain it. So, I don't know why we brought it up. I, there were too many things. There were too many things she wanted to get to. Yeah, she hates him now. There's no question about that. <laughs> no question. <laughs> no it's question good about they that. broke up. They're, they they yeah. would have been bad for each other. Yeah. Greg made a few good points at the end. I thought uh, if you thought I was the one, you could have said something to me, and you didn't. I wasn't asking for you to end your journey. I mean, he's being kind of more off the show. I I shouldn't have to ask the woman I'm going to marry how you feel. Um, which. Katie responded with she told him all the time which I I, I think she, I think if you look at it from someone that watches this show the validation she gave him you can't get more than that I would say as Agreed. out of a lead outside of just what Claire did shutting the show completely down so I see it from Katie's point like I gave you two one-on-ones 
You were clearly the front runner. I gave you the the uh, um, first impression rose. I gave you all these things. I did. I sought you out on group dates to make sure you're doing OK. I think she handheld him through this situation. So I think it was understandable that she was mad, but it it could have been handled a different way. Um, he also then said a relationship is a two way street. And I know you're the bachelorette, but still doesn't put you any higher or lower in the relationship. An interesting comment from Greg. I just thought both sides were hurt. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I don't like seeing that. I didn't feel like that needed to be played out for my entertainment. Maybe I'm just aging out of <laughs> one the, a thirst for this. I don't. This just sucks. Blake comes out, steps over Greg's corpse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Katie says her family doesn't know they're engaged. I don't trust them to keep a secret. Was her rationale? And I thought you don't trust. Uh, how important is the secret? Someone's going to find out. It's going to be findable information anyway. Steve knew this yeah. months ago. Hundreds of people, th- or th- hundreds of thousands of people know this before your family? That seems weird. Uh, Blake tells the story again about when he fell in love. It's the same story we heard tonight. Yeah. Katie tells everyone how much stronger they are now than they were on the show. She says Blake coming on the show late was the most romantic thing anyone's ever done. Justin's paintings in the corner, just sad. These were <laughs> <laughs> anything else here? They're ha- the happy couple. It was it was a great moment. I thought this whole the scene with Blake. They should have just went. They should have done the Greg thing earlier, and then we could have just been completely happy all the way through. Good couple. They fit together. Blake does a little thing at the end, a little surprise where the, some guys in the audience were holding up the boom boxes and they play "I Want to Memorize" or what is it? "I Want to Memorize You." Is that the song? I think so. Lane Hardy. Good callback. Lane Hardy got three spins on this show. It's, <laughs> I cannot believe it. He's getting his money's worth. I like that. That's right. That shit's right up my alley. That's the kind of stuff I watch the show I for. I thought this whole episode, silly. this part, outside of the Greg conversation. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Outside of that, this was exactly what you want in a finale. We have a storybook Agreed. ending, beautiful engagement. And a cute little dancing thing at the end to end like on a cute great dancing note. Things. Bunch of people in the audience holding up yeah, stereos. Great. Classic Blake gag. <laughs> Let's go to the mailbag and then we have more giveaways from the bracket this season. Last week's question was, what's your take? <laughs> 801 area code. Insert rims disclaimer about being dumb as hell and not knowing anything. After the dust has settled, I'm annoyed but not surprised at the amount of people in Greg's camp. The one single thing Greg apologists can point to is Katie's awkward reaction to Greg pouring out his feelings to her on the night of his hometown. Yes, Katie messed up there, but she made plenty of deposits in Greg's emotional bank account prior to that moment that should have been more than enough to cover for not giving Greg the reaction he wanted in that moment. Any other contestant in Greg's shoes would have moved on from Katie's comment and closed the night with a makeout, but instead Greg went scorched earth as soon as something didn't break his way. 
Never mind the very real connection they had built since night one. It baffles me that so many people are defending Greg as if no one who made it to hometowns has ever felt certain, uncertain, and uncomfortable when processing their love. People say dumb shit and mess up all the time, and it seems like Greg doesn't understand the work it takes to choose to be happy when your partner does not meet your expectations 100% of the time. Fuck Greg. That's from 801. Area code, thank you. Greg is a good name to say fuck Greg. Greg it does, it works. <laughs> that works yeah. really good. <laughs> Fuck Greg. Fuck Greg. <laughs> we'll cut some of those. That's too many. I have a limit on number of <laughs> F-bombs. <laughs> As, uh, this is from Emily. As someone who can't emote, I've been in the same conversation that Katie and Greg had. Someone being upset that you said the wrong thing, Katie saying, I just love looking at you, is valid, but torturing you for not emotionally responding the way they expected is manipulative, not love. Thank you, Katie. Jill from St. Louis. Greg definitely reacted badly and deserved some criticism for how he handled the situation. However, I've seen way too many people slapping the title narcissist or gaslighter on him, and that is a huge reach. We've all reacted badly to a breakup or done regrettable things when we feel hurt by someone. Although he phrased it poorly, I did feel like Katie was too caught up in being the bachelorette, and I can totally see how that would be frustrating. I think their communication shows that their relationship... Never would have lasted in the real world, but I don't blame either of them for the situation. I think we can all agree it wouldn't have lasted in the real. That's one no. thing we can all rally around is they're, it's good they're not together. Thank you, Jill. Allie from Portland. I also have no credentials in the, on the Greg Katie situation, and it makes me nervous that so many people are jumping to armchair diagnoses. But remember on their one-on-one -on -one date when Katie confessed to Greg that she lost her dad and Greg basically shut down, all caps, and didn't respond to her really at all in that moment. He needed time to process and came to the night date with thoughtful, composed words about loss and also confessed that he had lost his dad as well. In fact, even then, he made it more about his own loss than about responding to hers. Does this sound familiar? It's so hypocritical that he then expects some perfect response from Katie immediately in every scenario, not to mention how much more reassurance she's given him since day one, more than any lead has ever given. So frustrating to watch. Thank you, Allie. And from Nebraska, I think they're both in the wrong, but Greg's day two meltdown made me team Katie. Greg almost instantaneously shut down and couldn't communicate what he was needing in the moment. I felt like the entire segment could have stopped the first night had he just been like, hey, I just said I love you and you glossed over it, question mark? Because I do think Katie would have come back and reassured him because it was pretty obvious to that point she wanted him she wanted him bad and was anxious about where he was at. I'm colored by my own somewhat similar experience to what Greg went through and how he told Katie, so I empathize with his reaction, but I also think his reaction was so strong because he needs to learn to open up more. Also, I think when someone tragically and unexpectedly dies in your family, people need People tend to weave a very satisfying and enticing narrative that love conquers all and a relationship will fix your grief. I'm not saying Greg felt that explicitly, but subconsciously, heck yeah. There's a lot of pressure going into that conversation for Greg, who, as far as we know, has literally never done this before and obviously had unspoken expectations Katie didn't live up to, which is pressure on her, too. Ultimately, that's their first fight, and it got nasty. I presume it went on for a lot longer than we saw. I just don't think they're well-suited for each other. Also, if you play back the tape when Katie opened up about her dad, Greg didn't have the, quote, best reaction either. Maybe in that moment, Greg was caught off guard and couldn't handle his and Katie's feelings. But who's to say if it's not the same for Katie? If someone told me to f I feel a void from their parents or siblings or spouse's death, I'd be so terrified as to how to respond that even without it being broadcast on national TV. Thank you, Anne. Well said. 
Linda from LA, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, which in no way makes me an expert on this either. What I am unfortunately an expert on is emotionally abusive relationships. There's been a lot of discourse online about whether or not this was gaslighting or emotional abuse. And while I can't say for certain if it was or not, it all felt a little too familiar to me. I think a lot of people are siding with Greg and don't see anything wrong with the way he acted because they have never been in an abusive relationship. For someone who has gone through something like this countless amounts of times, it's very easy to see red flags and nuances in his tone, body language, words, etc. This episode was unfortunately very triggering for me, but ultimately I'm glad it is causing so much discussion and people are being educated on this topic and will hopefully learn to spot those red flags. Another thing I wanted to point out is that if you rewatch the scene where Greg professes his love to Katie, right after he tells her he loves her, there are still tears on his face and his eyes are very red. Katie wipes his tears, then it cuts to the scene where Katie is just staring at him and his eyes are not red and the tears are gone. Mm. There was obviously a portion cut out and we do not know what Katie could have said during this period. Interesting. I mentioned the last episode, but that's a... It makes a massive difference. These tiny little, they could cut yeah, 10 seconds out. It makes it. a huge, yeah. it, there's nothing we can do about it. Last one. This is an unrelated Tracy F Canadian now living in Georgia. As a Canadian, I can tell you, I've never done a shot of maple syrup, nor have I ever kept maple syrup in my bedside table. This is just odd to me. Also, as far as living in Canada, I do think Kevin and Astrid are actually happily living in Canada. That's true. Hmm. But they are the kind of couple that chooses to be out of the spotlight. I don't think that will be the case for Blake. Thank you, Tracy. No, these two, you'll see them, you know, they'll be that couple now that's at stuff for the bat. Yeah. Like, they'll be at the watch party. Remember they did the watch party and their couples there? They'll be at the watch yeah. party in the hot tub or what's serving up drinks or something i don't know what they'll be doing but they'll as a couple be involved they are not going anywhere no in bachelor nation for a while no. i don't think do you have a question for next week uh, next week yeah do you have a, do you have another question we have literally paradises on monday no i don't have anything for next week let's just watch the this is a it's a cut this is season's cut we're moving to the next season <laughs> <laughs> There's no question. This is an over this is a brand new season. We're on to the next season. Do you have a headline of the week? Yes. Uh, this is from us. Caitlin Bristow thanks fans for supporting her and Tasha Adams as Bachelorette co-host. Change isn't easy. Same goes for us. Rem, Rem and AB thank all their all their fans for sticking with, with us through this uh, this season of The Bachelorette. Change is not easy. That's it. What was the change on our end? Just uh, Chris Harrison just being doing gone. A, just doing a headline. I just, uh, <laughs> just doing a headline, Rim. Just a headline right. gag. Nothing to see here, Rim. Change isn't <laughs> easy. Uh, I think the vibes have been generally good from everyone, despite a fairly big change that I know some people didn't agree with. Uh, and I just appreciate the good vibes all season. That's all. Agreed. That's what the headline is. Did you think they did a good job? Who's they? Caitlin Tasha. Oh, as the um, host. Yeah. Would you like to see him back? Of course. I said Tasha's probably going to be the permanent host. Okay. We said it when he left. The host does not make or break the show. I think they're great together and they have a fun chemistry. And like I said, they can help the leads in a way that the former host cannot. I don't think it makes a massive difference while you're the viewing while experience yeah. is still mostly the same. Yep. But yeah, I like them both. All right, let's do batch bracket uh, winners. So, Abs G was the solo winner this season with 178 points. She had Blake going all the way. You think she cheated? A rare pick. 
probably. Why would you pick Blake? <laughs> well, knowing what we know Blake? about Blake, at the time, you would have had to make the choice of Blake. You think she cheated? At the time, you had to make the choice of Blake. All we knew was that he was in his boxers answering the door. That's all we knew. How could you pick Blake? I don't want to point fingers for him. <laughs> it sounds like you are. <laughs> I don't want to point fingers here and accuse people of anything. Anyway, congrats to Abs G. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got? We have ten. We have ten sticker winners okay. and a T-shirt winner. If you finished in the, there were three or there were about six hundred active brackets. So we did top ninety were eligible. Top fifteen percent randomize to pick 10 winners and one t-shirt winner okay so jennifer b with 162 chrissy n with 161 katie d with 152 brianna s 157 melissa k 149 emily l 148 emily g 151 ethan l 170 aaron f 170 Maria Z 165 all those people want stickers reach out to us congratulations we'll get you we'll get you your stickers go to the go to the T public store and pick a select a design you'd like the winner of the t-shirt Faith G wow. with 159 good job faith congratulations, congratulations. Faith. snuck in there with 159 snuck i tell in. you what <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everyone who did the batch bracket. We are trying something new for Paradise. We're hosting a league on an app. Mm. And you pick rosters every, I assume, episode. Maybe it's week. What's the app? The Rose League. We're going to see how it works. Paradise, you can do it a little differently. There's no brackets, right? So it's more interesting to do like a fantasy scoring type Mm -hmm. thing. But... We'll include the link in a bio. It's called Rosecast in Paradise is the name of the league. Do we have to get it in by the by Monday? Paradise is Monday. Got to get it in by Monday. It's breakneck pace. Monday, Tuesday episodes. Wednesday's out. Yeah, that's an important to note. We, we do, for Paradise, we do not do each episode individually. We watch both episodes, then we recap. Mm-hmm. So. I'm excited. Anything else, A.B.? No, uh, good season. Good Bachelorette season. I'm excited for the next two seasons, especially Paradise. Did you watch the, what's, did you watch the trailer? Extended trailer they showed for Paradise? I skipped it. Oh. Yeah, having a little fun going into it. We'll see. (laughs) Mix it up a little. That's fun. I watched it. It's juicy. They have everyone you'd want. They have big names. They have small names that you love. They have even bigger names. I don't love small names. I don't know who they are. No, you'll know you these people. You can't. They're, they're, they got some favorites, some small name favorites that you're going to love. They have everyone. It seems like there's 40 people going to the beach. I don't know the final count, but there's, I mean, there's a, there's former bachelorettes. There's. That's right. Becca's on. Yep. There's. Uh, She's a straight up contestant, right? I believe so. Yeah. That will be an interesting dynamic. You have Joe and Kendall showing up there. That's going to be juicy. That's good. That's, that's good. really good. They got a lot of stuff going on there. And then the hosts, the different hosts. Yeah. I'm excited. And they're going to blow it out like you've promised. They're going to blow it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.